Okay, so before we start heading into the very first chunk of this series where we're going to really just start breaking down each of the energy types, I think it's really important to very first kind of have this overview of how all these energy types actually really support one another and how this all works together as a system. Um, Because I think this is important for one, it's going to better help you as you start listening to your own energy type and have a better understanding of how your energy works and how it flows. But I think it's also really cool to understand like the ripple impact that leads out to the other energy types and why it's so important to really be able to understand ourselves as an individual and also understand our differences and really own like who we are and who we are not right? Because when we better step into that power and better step into our own giftings and our uniqueness, that is how we start to see the shift in the collective. When we start seeing the shift in our life and we start seeing shifts in our relationships and our business and in all the areas that we're looking to shift, like it's not just about transforming ourselves internally, but it's how this then radiates out. And that's because of how our energy starts to shift when we are beginning to step more into our uniqueness. And then again, how that feeds out into the other energy types and how we have this now exchange of energy between us. And I think that's just so beautiful because even for me, like when I look at like within healing spaces, so if you have heard me say this before, I always, you know, have said that when women come together, massive healing and growth can occur. And that is because I have not only like seen this in like when I create, you know, masterminds or group containers or in-person experiences, I'm able to, to see how much women can really like heal even that much more on a much deeper level. And even at a more like, I guess, dare I say, rapid pace when they are in it together. I've also experienced it myself when I've been in experiences that I'm not facilitating. It is for my own healing when I've been in containers with other women. And a lot of this has to go towards us really being able to see one another in our differences and also honoring each other in our differences while also connecting in our the things that we can relate in and the things that we can honor each other in and actually connect in. And for women especially, I feel like this is so, so, so important when it comes to breaking a lot of these like generational traumas and the mother wound and um, all of this other stuff that goes along with this somatically, um, is when we're coming together in these healing communities, circles, experiences. So this is why it's been so important for me, especially as we're going into this new year, that I'm being, I will be creating more in-person experiences, whether it's like with the retreat in Sedona um, or other experiences that I will be doing. And the reason being is because I see how unbelievably important this work is right now to heal in community while also being able to step into our own individual truth. So like I said, with the retreat, that's why I, I'm creating, you know, a two month coaching container around also an in-person experience that will be also very personalized to every single person's 
individual needs because I honor the fact that each person is maybe a different energy type. They have a different authority. They have a different gifting. They have a different purpose. They all have different things that they're bringing in. And so they're going to also have different goals and different needs and different traumas and different things that they need to work through to be able to support themselves somatically, to be able to move forward in their journey while also bringing them together in the community so that they can heal together in this. So it's very potent, very powerful work. And this is why also understanding how these energy types come together and how they work communally, you're going to really see how the, this flow of energy, um, like how it works and like why it's so, it's just so amazing. Okay. So diving into the energy types, we've got five different energy types. Um, some of them are considered an energy type, and then you also have non-energy types. Now, I want to say this before we start diving in, and I'll remind us through this because it's probably going to happen multiple times where I'm going to say certain things and it's very natural for somebody to maybe deem something as negative or bad about their chart or something about their energy or something that they're hearing. And I just want you to know that nothing within human design is necessary. It's not bad or wrong. We have our gifts, we have our natural strengths, we have things that we're kind of like already very much in like alignment with how our energy naturally wants to flow. And then we have things that are just kind of more like maybe the shadows of ourselves. These are the things that we're going to learn from, we're going to grow from. Um, there's more information there for us and it's not bad. Um, or we're going to have pieces of us that are telling ourselves that this is wrong, this is bad. Um, so like, for example, I know when I was learning about being a projector and there's certain things around like, um, my energy levels, cause that's a non-energy type. Um, I know I could see how in the past, especially when it came to business, I had been comparing my energy levels and been pushing myself or trying to fit into a box that was not actually how my energy type flowed. And so, um, I was deeming that as wrong or bad, or why couldn't I do that? Or I was not good enough. But what I had to learn was that my energy, how I work is not wrong. It's not bad. It's just different. Hello, human design, science of differentiation. It's just different. And I have my own gifting and you're going to see how my gifting as a projector, how that works and how that actually allows me to do what I do as a projector. And that's a beautiful thing. So it's not wrong. It's not bad. It's my gift. So I'm going to invite you just to notice if you have a moment where you're like, oh my God, that's wrong. That's bad, whatever, or start judging yourself and just kind of put that, you know, maybe on the back, like make a note of it or whatever, because that's something we can explore. Right. And kind of start asking those deeper questions of like, why am I, why do I believe that that's wrong or bad that uh, I'm this or that. Right. The other thing that I want to point out is that there's going to be certain things that I'm going to say about the energy types. And this always comes up because it just does where, uh, so like, for example, I'll say like manifestors are natural born leaders. People will hear that and then think, oh, I'm not a manifester, then I'm not a leader. And that's just not the case, right? We can all be leaders. All the energy types can be leaders. All the energy types can be business owners. All the energy types can, you know, 
create and do things that they love. All energy types can manifest. All energy types can create money uh, from, you know, things that they love doing. Like it, there's not that we can't do what other energy types do. We just have to recognize that there's a different way that we express it or animate it or work with the energy, or there's just a different way that we approach certain things so that we maximize our own energy and the way that we flow things. So like another example would be like projectors are natural guides. We're here to guide the energy. And I'll, I'll you know, again, I'll talk more about that. But I think when people hear that, then they'll be like, if say, you know, they're like a generator and they're like, oh, I guess I can't be a coach um, because I'm not a projector. And it's like, that's definitely not the case. Um, my mentor is a generator and she's freaking amazing. And I've learned a lot from her. Um, and there's a lot of coaches that are, you know, generators and there's lots of leaders that are projectors and there's lots of, you know, so I just want you to understand that if you're starting to notice that you're labeling certain things a certain way, and then you're telling yourself, now I can't do that because I'm not this energy type or I'm not blah, blah, blah. We just want to be able to explore that a little bit more to kind of like see like what's going on there and why are you're limiting ourselves and just recognizing that again, we can do what the other energy types do. We just have different ways that we're going about it. And we just have to own how our gifting is and how our auric field and how our energy flows. Okay. So just, I really want to stress that. <laughs> and I will remind us as we were moving through, because I guarantee you there are going to be times where I'm going to say certain things and people are going to go, oh, no, I can't do this. Or I'm not good at this or la, la, la. It's just human nature. Okay. This is just, we love to pick ourselves apart, right? Okay, so with the five energy types, we have our generators and our manifesting generators. Manifesting generators, you might also hear them called Manny Gens or MGs. You can call it however you want. I usually refer to it as just a Manny Gen. But when I'm saying Manny Gen, it's a manifesting generator. Now, generators and manifesting generators, they make up about 70% of the collective of all the humans on this planet, 70% of them are manifesting generators and generators. The amount of each one, I'm not exactly sure. I think it's about half and half roughly. Don't quote me on that. I'm not positive. Um, and then also manifesting generators, they are like a hybrid between a manifester and a generator. So as we start getting into the actual energy types, like I said, this episode is not going to be a very in-depth of each one, but when we start getting into those, you're just going to want to understand that you are a hybrid of the two. Um, the generators and manifesting generators, you guys are an energy type. So you create your own sacral life force energy. And we will, again, talk more about that when we start kind of talking about like the overview of how all these energy types work together. The next um, type is projectors. I'm a projector and we are 20% of the collective. We are also a non-energy type. So again, I don't create my own life force energy in my body. And you're going to see why this is actually a gift when we learn more about what I do as a projector. The next type is a manifester. Now, the manifestors are roughly about 9%-ish of the world. Um, so this is why I say it's very interesting that I birthed two manifestor babies and my oldest manifestor is dating a manifestor. Like, 
what? It just blew my mind when I learned about this. I was like, that's bananas. Um, so yeah, so that's manifestors. They are also a non-energy type as well. And then you have your reflectors. They are only 1% of the world roughly, and they are our unicorns. They are definitely very different and very unique, and they have very unique gifting. Um, I have been blessed already to have met three reflectors, two of them that live here near me in Arizona that I had met recently. And I just pretty much geeked out when I met them because I was like, oh my God, like, (laughs) yay. (laughs) Because again, they're only like around 1% of the world. So when you meet a reflector or if you are a reflector or you have a reflector in your family, like, again, you're definitely going to want to really listen to that episode because of how their energy works. And they are very, very different. So they are also considered a non-energy type. Okay. So when I like to explain how the energy types, essentially, if they were working in a, um, working together and if their energies were all like sinking together and how this would look if they're all working efficiently, which is what we're hoping for collectively, right? Is that us stepping into our own individual truths so that when we do, we're kind of feeding out through the rest of the collective. And then we're all thriving as a collective because we're all in our own individual giftings and truth and power and energy, right? So when I visualize this and the, um, what I, how I like to break it down is I always envision like Mayan or Aztec culture, like that time period. I, so here's the thing, like I am not big into history at all. Okay. (laughs) Um, I feel like I'm getting more into it now just because of like certain things within, and it has to usually come through like astrology or human design. Like astrology gets me kind of interesting when they sit there and start talking about like, you know, the last time we were in, um, because we're about to be in Pluto in Aquarius. And I believe I mentioned this. I swear I did. You have to go back and listen to that episode. It was so, so good. It was like episode 77, um, where I was talking about Pluto and Aquarius. And they talk about like, when was the last time Pluto was in Aquarius? Yes, I did talk about this. It's coming back to me now. Um, but like the time frame of when it was. And so that's always very interesting to me when they refer it back. Usually it has to be like an astrology or human design. And then I get really interested. Same thing with that episode. I talked about the 2027, uh, the year 2027 in human design and this new frequency that we're moving into this new cycle and circuitry that we're moving into as a collective and where that kind of relates in terms of historically, like where we've been, then I get kind of geeked out and then I want to learn about it. But when I was sitting in school and they started talking about like, you know, um, I don't know, just like, I feel like anything. And I was just like, this is boring. I don't want to. And I had like D's and C's <laughs> in history class. Cause I was just not about it. But I do remember there was only a handful of times that my teachers got my attention. And that was when it was like Mayan and Aztecs. And I remember when we went to, um, when me and Kyle, we had gone to one of the trips that we had done to to Mexico and we went down, I can't even remember the area. It wasn't Tulum, but it was around there. And I got to walk around some of those ruins and I was like in heaven. I was like, this is so cool. Like that is very intriguing to me. 
Egyptian, the eras of Egyptian, that was really interesting to me. And then like Greek mythology, that's always fascinating to me. So those are the only three. If and, and, and don't even try to come talk to me even about dates. I have no clue the time frames, the Mayans. I, I couldn't even tell you what year frame that was, or Egyptians, or the Greek mythology. I don't know. Okay, I just know that I liked them. I thought they were interesting. I always liked just everything about it. So, anyways, <laughs> this is why I picked this specifically when I'm looking at um, the energy types working together. And so I'm going to, again, roll with the story with me. I'm picturing this Mayan culture. Um, and in this tribe, if you will, you have your, we're going to start with the manifestors. So the manifestor would be the king, like the ruler, the, you know, the head honcho. I don't know what he would have been called. You know, I'm just going to say the king. Um, he would be the manifestor. And the reason being is that the manifestor, their auric field, their energy is really about innovation and initiating and impacting the collective through their ideas and with these, you know, inspired maybe downloads of, of like growth and like to like things to like create and to do, right? They're going to push this out into the energy field. Think of like a spark or a fire starter of this initiation, like they're pouring it out. And so their auric field and how their energy works, it literally like is pushing out to the rest of the collective, like this idea, this initiation into this idea that they have. They're not really there to necessarily like always like do the thing. Again, this is where I'm going to tell you, it doesn't mean that manifestors can't do things. They're just amazing at really like being the leader and like pushing out, out into the, um, the tribe. And so funny enough, I'm just going to use this as just like a side note example. My oldest, he started working at his job at 16 and he has been with the same company since he was 16 years old. And now he's going to be 22 coming up. And he has just, just been moving up the ranks. He's now like a general manager, or re no general, he's a regional manager overseeing uh, multiple stores in his area. And he's very much the leader. And they're always putting him more into these positions of leadership and guiding and wanting him to do all the training. And because of just his ability to lead, he's just a natural born leader. Okay. So I always laugh when he calls me and he's like, Hey, I got another promotion or Hey, I'm moving up and da, 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 da. And I'm like, of course you are. <laughs> of course you are my leader because that's just how he is. Right. And so if you're a manifester, again, you're going to want to dive into that episode. If you have manifestors, especially if you are raising manifestor children, y'all I've raised two. Okay. These, these, Manifestor babies, they are not here to be told what to do. <laughs> They're here to tell us what to do, right? And so that can be a very interesting dynamic when you are trying to parent them or there is like teachers and authority figures involved. Um, and so it's it's been fun and I've loved it and I've learned so much from raising them. But again, this is why I, I say like, you're going to want to listen to all of them. Um, because their energy is very unique and how it works. Hello, they're only like 9% of the world. And from what I've been hearing too, is there's actually less of them being born. Um, because if you think about it, um, 
because of how we connect and how we work now collectively, one manifester, his stage to lead can be far larger than it was, say, like when they were in a Mayan tribe, right? And they had their tribe of, I don't even know how big their tribes would be, right? But they were further stretched out around different areas. They didn't have the reach that they could have. You know, um, a manifester can now, again, reach the masses in a, you know, a much bigger um, stage than they ever could before. So that is a manifester. That's what they're here to do. They're kind of here to be like, here's the impact, here's the initiation, here's the idea, you know, I'm leading the, the way kind of thing, right? Then you have your generators and your manifesting generators. Again, the Manny Gen is the hybrid between the two. So he's kind of like a mix of kind of this manifester, leader, kind of initiator, impact, you know, creator of these ideas. And then this generator, which the generators and the Manny Gens, they have this life force energy inside of them. This beautifully, like it's this magnetic energy flow that pours out of them back out into the collective. And through this creative flow of energy, it's really what's like kind of feeding all the other energy types around them while also, while they're like building and creating the things that they love. That's the important part building things that they love, creating things that they love, doing things that they love. You'll sometimes hear um, Manny Gens and generators, they're told like they're the worker bees or the doers, or like when I've, you know, heard people explain like in this format of like a tribe, they're like, oh, they're the, the, you know, they're the ones that like the king, the manifestor says like, go build the, the temple. And they're like going and building the temple. Right. And here's the thing. It's like, the generators and the manigens, you have to understand that it you you have all this life force energy, you have all this creative flow inside of you. There's so much that you can pour out and do, and it's when you're doing the things that light you up, when you respond to the things that light you up that you love, right? And so when they're doing this, there's just this magnetic life force energy that comes pouring out of them. When they are not doing things that they love, they aren't really creating this magnetic flow. And let me tell you, as a projector, you're going to hear what I do when I'm around manifesting generators or generators that are not really in their their juiciness and their flow and their creativeness in this energy that is like really, truly them. It doesn't feel so good. Okay. <laughs> Like my husband, when he is a frustrated Manny Jen or agitated or like he things are not going he and he's not doing the things he loves. Oh man, can I feel it? And it doesn't always feel it's, it's not a good look on him <laughs> and he knows it. He knows. And I'm like, this ain't, this ain't not a good look on you, babe. So anyways, that's your generators and your Manny Jens. They're really here to create the things, do the things, um, build the things, Right. And it's the things that they love to do. Now you have your projectors. So the projector in the tribe, she would have been, I'm going to say she, me, I would have been like the medicine woman, the healer, the wise woman, you know, on the hill, the, uh, the guide, right? She would have been, um, you know, the one that everybody, when the tribe, if things were going on, like they, they had a project, they had, you know, crop, they're like, why are my crops not growing? Or like, 
you know, we're trying to conceive or we're, you know, struggling in our relationship or I have this idea, but I don't really know how to get it to, to work or whatever. Like the projector is the one to support and guide the other energy types. And this is, this is our, this is the beauty of our auric field because I'm a non-energy type. I'm allowed, my auric field absorbs in, it sucks in all this energy from around me. And I'm then better able to see the other. I'm better able to see into them and see them in ways that they can't even see themselves. Um, I hear this all the time from clients. They're like, oh my God, you see me in my humanness. You see me in ways that I've never been seen before. And it feels so safe and so nurturing. And it really allows me to be able to, for them to move through the healing work that we do while also being able to step more into who they are, because I can see them in that way that they can't always see themselves. And the reason why projectors do this is also because we're better able to refine processes and optimize your energy so that you can be working more efficiently. Because not only can we see into the other, we can see into um, systems and structures and processes and businesses, things that really fascinate us. So again, hi, me, human design really fascinates me. Somatic work fascinates me. Um, the vampire diaries fascinates me. If you sit down and have a conversation with me about the vampire diaries, I can tell you literally everything there is to know about the vampire diaries. But the reality is, is because I'm fascinated by these things and I want to learn and grow within them, I'm better able when somebody comes to me with these things, I can then see into them, see into this system and I can better help guide them. So another way I've heard it explained is like projectors are like the birds on the trees and they can look down and they can really see more efficiently than the other animals can see in front of them. Um, I also explain it like if the energy types are all out in the woods and maybe the trail has now shifted into five different directions or there's a gigantic mountain in their way and they don't know which way to go. And they don't, they feel like they've lost their compass to themselves. And they're like, I, I, I don't know where I'm going. The projector is the one that can kind of see the trail ahead and they're better able to support and guide. Now, here's the thing I really think is a very important for me just to say, uh, because as I'm saying this, I'm sure there's going to be people that are going to be like, oh my God, I need to go find all the projectors. And like, they have all the answers to give me <laughs> We are not the answer keepers. I am not the answer. I, I don't, if you ask any of my clients, I never give answers to things. I'm a better question asker of you and I'm better able at reflecting back to you who you are. And I believe in you more than, I mean, I'm the biggest cheerleader of everyone. I'm the biggest believer in people's dreams. And I'm really good at helping people being able to move towards their goals in efficient ways and ways that feel good and feel in flow because I help them step in to their authentic truth. So I don't have the answers. I already know you have the wisdom locked inside of you. I already know you know what is the best route for you to go. I already know you know what the best goal is for yourself. It's helping you get into alignment into that so that you can start moving forward again. That is my gifting. 
So if you're a projector, if you have projectors in your life, again, you're going to want to go and listen to the projector episode so that you can better understand this and understand the projectors in your life. Or if you're a projector and how do you amplify this gifting that we have? Um, but so, yeah, so that's the projector wise woman. She's helping the tribe. She's making sure that the, um, so like if the manifestor has this, like, like this idea there, they've pushed it out. Some of these generators, many gens have been like, they picked this up and they're like, Ooh, that sounds fun. I want to do that. I want to create that. I want to build this. Um, and then the projector comes in and I'm guiding that, you know, I see this process. I see the end goal. I see what you guys are wanting and I'm going to help better support this and guide this. So you guys are doing it in efficient, refined, beautiful, flowy at ease kind of way. Right. That's what we're doing here. Now the reflector, what does the reflector do in all of this, right? The reflector, they have a very unique and interesting way that they are holding the container for all of the, the tribe. They are basically like the human barometer, if you will, and the gauge of the overall health and wellness and happiness and the thriving of the system, of the collective, the authenticity of the collective. If the reflector ain't looking so hot, that is a reflection back that the tribe ain't doing so hot. If the reflector is looking pretty damn good, right? Then the, the, then the collective, the tribe, they're doing pretty damn good too. So they are this mirror and they really mirror back everything this, you know, information back to the collective, they are going to also kind of amplify back this information back to the collective. And it's a very beautiful gifting that they have. Um, so yeah, so this is the energy types. This is how, if, how it could look when they're kind of working all together, kind of like for maybe like a common goal or, or theme, but this kind of just gives a better understanding. I feel like when we're trying to understand human design as a whole and how our energy types can kind of like sync together and work together and why each of us has our own differences in terms of like our energy output and our usage and how we're showing up in the things that we do. Now, again, it's, a lot more intricate than this. This is again, just kind of like a very generalized viewpoint. This isn't exactly how everything runs. It's not, you know, like, you know, generators and many gens are look waiting around for a manifestor to like initiate an idea. And then like, that's not how, what I'm talking, that's not what I mean. Um, that's why I'm going to say like each energy type, you really want to listen to each one. There's also a lot of other intricate pieces within your chart that are going to better, like give more information and understanding of how to utilize your own energy. But I do think it's just fun to be able to hear, like if we were living in a, like a tribe, like this is kind of like maybe what it would have looked like in terms of like how our energies together feed one another and support one another. And when we are in our own again, our own individual strengths and gifting and truth, how that supports each other. So it really does begin with us when we're looking at being able to heal ourselves as a community and coming together. And I, you know, I, I talked about this at the beginning of the episode, how important it is for us to heal in community and coming together in that it, it really does start with us getting to know ourselves and getting to know our own 
strengths, right? And so when we're amplifying that, it ripples out into the whole collective. And then it's just like this really beautiful, just exchange of energy that we're all feeding back to one another. Um, so yeah, so this is why I get so like passionate and amped up about this system as a whole and why I'm like so excited about this series and really I'm going to encourage you now that you kind of like even see how this works that, you know, if we want to be able to continue to keep like up leveling and like rising together, it requires us to, to like initiate more people into their own gifting and into their own energetic truth. Right. So it's like, I'm going to say like, if this podcast was informative for you, then like share it and, you know, get this in the hands of more energy types so that they can hear this and they can learn about this and we can grow together. Right. And I, you know, this podcast for me is very much another sacred space that we come together in our healing work, right? Like we don't always have maybe the ability to always come together in, in community within people like in our, you know, in our local spaces. I've been very blessed that here locally to where I've moved here in Gilbert, Arizona, there is a ton of community. There's a ton of healing community around me. And, and any given day I could probably, I could go find somewhere to sit with women, grow with women, learn from women, be honored by other women in my healing journey. And that's really beautiful. But you know, a year when I've lived here now for a little over a year, uh, back up where I used to live up in Washington, I just either I wasn't finding it or it just wasn't up there. There just wasn't a lot of spaces that I could find like that. So a lot of the stuff that I was doing was online. So I do think the online space can be amazing. I do think social media can be amazing for this when we're look, when we're using it in a way that it's connecting us into to um spaces that are safe and that they're sacred and that they're designed for a healing space. This is where we, again, we have to use our discernment and be able to find those spaces that are correct for us. Again, this is where human design is so amazing at better helping us learn how to use our discernment, be able to kind of sort that out and find what's best for us when we can't maybe do it in person. But again, this is why the podcast is so amazing because in this right now, we have how many hundreds of thousands of women that will come on, listen to this podcast, get initiated by it, get healing from it, receive support from it. And then you can turn around and gift that back out to other women in your space so that they can receive as well. And then we're anchoring more in together in community and learning and growing together. So please, please, please. If you could share the podcast, especially the series right now, really invite other people to get on it. Um, I really also would love to drop a review below and really like that helps the podcast. This helps, you know, me to be able to get this podcast out there for more people to listen to. We already have such an amazing community here on the podcast and within the email um, newsletter. Again, if you're not on that, I highly recommend getting on there as well because this is the spaces um, that I know like for me, especially in the very beginning of my healing journey, it was spaces like this, that this is where I learned. This is how I grew. I remember I um, one of the very first, um, mentors that I had that really kind of like cracked me open to a lot of stuff was on a podcast. 
I remember, I don't remember, even remember how I found her, but I had put my earbuds in. I was driving and I remember this like clear as day. I was getting in the car with my family and we were going on a long drive and we were going to go camping with some friends over in Eastern Washington. And I was like, oh, I'm going to listen to a podcast, turned on this new girl that I had found and it just cracked me wide open into different parts of my healing journey that I had never even at that time had never been exposed to. And it really shifted the trajectory of my life. And it really led me into a lot of this other healing work that I've done now. And so that's why I'm like, the podcast can be so powerful and can be such a beautiful space for us to come together in healing. And then for those of you guys that are really wanting to take it to the next level, to get in, in spaces like with a group of women online and in person, please reach out to me because there are still a, you know spots left for the Sedona retreat. It's going to be so freaking good, you guys. Like I, I'm like, oh my God, it's going to be so freaking good. Um, so if that's something of interest for you, please reach out to me and let me know. I would love to be able to help talk to you a little bit more to see if this is a right fit for you. I have really great lower pricing options right now because I really want this to be affordable and accessible for women in their healing. Um, that's a big thing for me is to make sure that healing work is accessible for everyone. The, you know, for women that are really ready to go the next step in their journey, I want it to be accessible. So please reach out, to, reach out to me and yeah, I love you guys. And I'm really excited to get started into the actual energy types. This is going to be a lot of fun. So I will see you on the next episode.